Oh, and welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to know and very little that you need to know. I am Eric Wazempa. I am Brady Steffel. He is Brady Steffel. How are you doing, Brady, these days? Oh, just the, these days. These uh, days. You know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> wow, that sounds pretty deep. Yeah. Um, yeah, these these days, things are all right. Been busy uh, doing all the writing that I do. Um, so that's a big one. And uh we, we did some stuff around the house, as we have been doing, but with the pandemic being, you know, for those of us who want to be vaccinated, life's mostly normal. So have been uh, doing stuff around the house. Did the uh, sealer on the deck this last weekend. That's the Woo-hoo! height of uh, excitement and some painting touch up out back, too. So made it sound like because of the pandemic, you weren't allowed to do deck sealing. Just, you know, go that's to not really what you're clarifying. How much? Just- you it's just, just kind of like you were afraid to seal your deck because just like you're, you know, yeah. they say don't do much. You're like, uh, no, you yeah, know, just, sure. just yeah. stay home. Don't do stuff. It's not essential. Yeah. And you go to the hardware store and you get to wear a mask and then nope, all yeah, the that's fair. standing. So it's just, you know, but it's busy, it's busy out there and lumber is freaking expensive. So yeah, oh my uh, God, it sure is repairs and stuff built a yeah. planter bed and I managed to get a bunch out of the coal pile, the junk pile that were really not that bad. So yeah. um, saved a bunch of money on that. But, you know, that's kind of the things that are happening around here. And then enjoying the days when they're nice and suffering through them when they're not. And uh, <laughs> Nice and weather-wise or just nice? Well, all of it. But, you know, specifically weather. Um, okay, yeah. cool. So, no. yeah, okay. what's 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 up with it? With, with A wonderful Eric's. Father's Day weekend. And oh, uh, yeah. all the fathers, a belated celebration and just a, a cheer for... All dads out there. The best time, I will tell you, the best thing to do on Father's Day is to go somewhere where fathers will not be. So I went mm. to the flower bin, mm-hmm. and uh, I had the whole place to myself. It was awesome. So <laughs> it was not crazy at all. There were like me and five other women. Um, yep. And uh, yeah, it was it was awesome. One time we went to the Children's Museum when the kids were little, yep. and there was nobody there either. Nice. So apparently all the dads are out golfing or something. Golfing, yeah. Uh, grill shopping. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. all the stereotypical stuff you see. Exactly. Buy, your dad, buy your father a rake this Father's yeah. Day. That's what he really wants. He's he's not going to spring for a rake on his own. <laughs> Go right. buy him a rake. It is. I yeah. You got to love a rake. Why not? Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, for me, it's uh, it's always funny. Even in this day and age, we have people that come up to Sandy all the time and say, "Hey, I love your garden." Oh, which yeah. I always think is funny. Of course. Yeah. It's sure. beautiful. She, yeah, she gets all the credit, but she does. Uh, she does a nice. I do job all the work. Here. Yeah, it's awesome. She does a nice, yeah. nice job here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you got? What's happening around Longmont? <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, uh, first of all, I noticed that they're doing the bump outs in Main Street, so they yeah. already got those planned or started for Pump House Roost. Um, you know, they got some nice little white. Uh, barriers going on so it looks a yep. lot nicer than it did before yeah. um you know it's part of the plan to actually you didn't like that berlin space. wall look that was i didn't jam. love the berlin wall look a look i think we all kind of talked about that it wasn't like the most exciting thing in the world so no but no. it's uh it's nice to see that that that's going on so what's hozempa's hot take on how these things are going to play out ah hozempa's hot take wow yeah uh it's alliterative i think people will love the outdoor space um, the, the biggest fear that is, uh, you know, I just wonder how you can continue it going into the fall and how long it will be. I noticed that they have a bump out for Long's Peak Pub that they said by, I want to say August, they have to get rid of that extra space that's on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of a bummer. 
Um, yeah. It would be nice to allow people to just kind of just have it as long as they need it. I'll tell you, I was in the discussion on the uh, the subreddit. Just yeah. curious what they were in there stirring the pot a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. and then somebody said, yeah, it's all great until uh, somebody rolls coal right on. <laughs> that wasn't even me. I didn't even say it. it <laughs> I thought it me. was you. No, no, no I mean, uh, but you know, then, you know, then they said, well, yeah, that and the noise. And then yeah. and I was like, well, yeah, I guess it, it's all fun and games until somebody gets decapitated by some gigantic Somebody gets monster. hurt. Well, with the, games. the wing mirrors that stick <laughs> out four feet of the big trucks just decapitate some. Let's not give people ideas, but no, uh, no yeah, but... it's it's it is it is really really interesting. Um, it's more the noise that's the distressing yeah. part. I mean, I had a an appointment at Ziggy's uh, on Main Street, and you know, it's just funny. You just get a truck that whizzes by there, and you're outside, and it's yep. like, okay, excuse me for a minute, and you wait, yep. pause, yeah. twenty seconds every every yeah. minute. You have to stop yeah. talking. It's like okay. This is this is not great. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's going on. Um, I'll you know I'll wait and see. I'm not. I wouldn't really want to sit next to traffic personally. But I'll. No, 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 no. No, I mean the, the breezeways is a really cool idea. Like the yeah. roof's got the cool breezeway. Yep. Breezeway, and they can take advantage of that. And that's really cool. And we went to Dryland Distillery, and they have that the alley, yeah, which is pretty cool too, in the back. And until they get their new place going, and you know that'll be uh, even a neater place where they're going to be. So mm-hmm. anything, any way you can kind of get off the the main street a little bit and go and use an alley or the alleys that exist and maybe an offshoot street. I think so much the better mm-hmm. just for quiet. Yeah. But Hey, you know yep. what? People are willing to be out there and they want to be out there. Go yep. for it. Yeah. yeah why not? It's a, it's a great experiment. I'm All right. To see it'll pan out. That's right. Uh, let's see. Um, do you have a car with a catalytic converter? And if so, you probably need to be mindful of it and yep. uh, make sure it's not being stolen. Um, you you have a car with a catalytic converter. Like everybody has yeah. a catalytic converter. <laughs> it's not do you. It's, you have a car with a catalytic Unless converter. Unless you have an EV. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't need one with an EV. Uh, yeah, you're right yeah. there. You got so, me there. You got me there. But, so yeah, yeah, the catalytic converter, I think it's platinum in them. I think that they use platinum yeah. as the catalyst, catalyzing agent. And uh, that stuff's worth... It's worth the. It's weight in gold. They're saying eight hundred bucks you can get for yeah. one. Yeah, so they're they're worth a lot of money. Yeah. So yeah, uh, if you hear angle grinders in the middle of the night, uh, I guess get your shotgun. <laughs> I probably should say it. <laughs> well, my neighbor started yelling at somebody who was like trying to take off the catalytic converter off of his uh, his SUV. Really? Yeah. Goes Where out do you live? Yelling. I, I would too. Funny. I would be. Yeah. I would be irate. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Because yeah, then you you fire it up and god the clatter that they make oh god yeah and so then so they're trying to steal this thing they call the police he's yelling at them they finally leave but amazingly enough they come back later to try to take it again oh delicious yeah yeah that's 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 thievery that's just the top tier that's the they got a cartel or something going on there that's just brilliant so the thing to be mindful of for all of our listeners is like, if you see something, say something, don't you be shy. Like if somebody is like looking underneath cars, hey, that's you, like a normal behavior. Yeah. Call, 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 the, call the police and, you know, let's try, try to get some of the people that are trying what to you, do this. What are you doing under his car? That's right. Oh, oh, hey, it's, it's the neighbor. <laughs> don't risk your life though, but yeah, uh, it's no. not worth it. Yell from your window. Your life. You know, just yeah. yell from your window. Yell from your window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, PC Mag has uh, listed Next Flight as the third fastest uh, internet provider in the country. We're the first two. I'm curious. Uh, I'd have to click on the actual. Link. I thought it was Nashville, and maybe there's one other place, but I don't know. Yeah, um, Google is on game Next Flight. That that talk about something, Eric. Yeah, no, I'm I'm trying. I actually think it's really cool that we're top three. 
Yeah, so I think that will be. Yeah, and I'm just trying to like talk about many things. I mean, really, I probably could go back to catalytic converters, <laughs> but I think the having the uh, internet speed is pretty amazing. It allows us to do so much, and in fact, during the pandemic, I think we were in a much better position than other places were. So, oh yeah, I mean that was that was great. So the list also has Google Fiber listed and i don't know what there's just a i would love to really what i'd like to know and maybe we can get somebody from next slide on but i'd love to know like what the next phase is because you know you you build the fiber and stuff and i imagine there's probably a, a shelf life for it meaning there'll be other things <laughs> brady has got this cat and he is uh he is displaying his cat uh on the screen so it's distracting me but but you know after a while the technology catches up to you so you got to continue to improve the technology so. but you figure like average around the country is like 50 megabits download yeah. speed like that's yeah. that's kind of standard you get 50 or 100 or something and we're at a thousand yeah and i mean like really really at a thousand so yeah. if you are at the computer and i i've measured um, and I don't have like a top tier route or anything. I've got decent stuff, but I've gotten over 800 actually at the computer. And that's, that's pretty good because I've got friends who are, you know, big into video games and download movies and, and whatever. And it, I'm like, yeah, when do you guys want to play this game? And it's like, it doesn't matter to me, man. It's going to take 20 minutes. Like I'm going to, I'm going to get up and make some peanut butter toast and come back and be ready. It's fine. And they're like, one of my friends who lives out East, he's an Ithaca. He's like, uh, yeah, if you guys could just give me a heads up, uh, like the day ahead of time. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's, it's that kind of difference. So is it really it takes, like it takes them like a whole day to download stuff? Yeah, wow. overnight. Yeah, overnight. Yeah. So I mean, you figure this, there's some of these games that are 100 gigs or more. So you yeah. play a game and it's going to download this whole thing. And for me, I go, yeah, that's not a big deal. Uh, you know, take 20 minutes, half an hour. So we we do have a really good thing going. If you're not up on the next light hype train, uh, you know, jump on board. Choo choo hype train time. Let's go. Um, yeah, it's, it's solid. It's good stuff. And there's still people that I know that don't have it. That's you, John. I, I don't understand, John. Why I, I'm John, listener, John? Why you don't have next light? I don't staggered, get it. Staggered, just staggered. Yeah. And I got the sweetheart deal, so it's fifty bucks. You know, it's fifty yeah. bucks. I signed yeah. up early, and it's like fifty bucks a month. I'm paying what I paid for Comcast, and I'm getting twenty times. Yeah, I haven't had to call. And can I just tell you that people go, yeah, I have, I have another provider, which will not be named, but mm-hmm. they call and they're in this phone queue forever, and I'm like, the customer service alone. Is worth oh, the price so of admission. If you for if you're looking for a reason to get on board, all right. I went and I I got it. I was so excited. I got it all hooked up, but I'm I'm testing out my speeds. And I said the aforementioned, you know, like 800 some. But I was testing initially. I had like between 300 and 500. And I'm like, what is going on? I'm I'm heartbroken. I'm heartbroken at this backwater speed that we got going on. So I call him up, and it's there's a guy. A guy answers the phone. Yeah. And he's like, hey, what's your deal? And I'm like, uh. Do you want me to turn it on and turn it off or whatever? He's like, no, what's going on? Like, let's get to it. And so he jumps right in and says, hey, I think you you might have the wrong cable. Do you have a Category 5 or Category 6 cable running? And I said, oh, you're right. I got a Cat 5 or I didn't have the right one. And he said, yeah, upgrade that. You should be fine. So I went to Best Buy. I bought a cable and it worked. But I I called and a man answered the phone. And that was it. And it was like, this is amazing. And just before that, I had called Comcast and I had been... And I'm not joking. I shunted to 10 different people with a complaint. They're like, oh, hold on. I'll get you to somebody. They can handle that right away. And then, you know, it was it was literally yeah, 10. It and really it was, is. It's it's just really is phenomenal. I cannot get over. And the and I have to say the customer service has not changed at all since the first time we started. Yeah. it's. I thought, so it's, yeah, I thought, oh, okay, you know, it's going to go downhill or something as soon as they get more people users. People like to no, poo-poo on, you know, what local government, what government can do. But if it's done well, man, it's it's good. 
And I yeah. hope that in you know 10, 20 years, if they need to update the system, that they will, that they'll take out the money. This, this was a rousing success. Yeah. Um, it, it sparked innovation and business growth around the city. Let's 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 do it again. Let's go from you know the thousand to ten thousand or something. But yeah. for the moment, this is so freaking fast that um, I it I, you know it's fine. It's going to be fine for a while. So I'm I know, excited. like I said, I just you know people tell me horror stories about waiting on the line with other providers, which mm-hmm. I have, and I'm like, I don't get it. I really yeah. don't. The don't. thing is, yeah. I don't wait on the line with Nextlight because I never call them because it always works. Like it's only been disrupted, I think, once when somebody. They were doing construction like down in Denver and the backbone was cut by some, you know, somebody doing construction. Yeah. And that's like the only time it was no fault of, of the local provider. So that <laughs> I'm fine with that. That's like, you know, once in, in however many years I've had it, it's great. So fast, reliable, great support. <laughs> not, a sponsor. Next, not a sponsor. Next slight Longmont, everybody yeah. go. We're not getting any money. Let's do this. <laughs> it, un, 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 ungracefully just sort of stagger out of this one. Let's what else you got. That's right. <laughs> uh, the other thing I'd have to say is that the population is 99,000 people mm-hmm. in the city of Longmont. Pretty amazing. Yeah. I just we are slated to be the largest city in Boulder County here pretty soon. As of, do you know when? Uh, I think I want to say less than 10 years. Yeah, I mean, well. we are closing in on Boulder. And so, you know, I jokingly refer to people like, Hey, should we drag the County courthouse over to Longmont or, you know, uh, that's you know. a joke. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. I think to people in Boulder, that's a huge joke, but anyway. Oh, is yeah. it? I don't get it. Yeah. I guess if it's a joke, <laughs> it needs explaining, which are the really great. No, jokes meaning usually. that we are going to be the County seat in population. So, you know, is, just, is the, yeah. is the population what determines County seat? No, of course not. I'm just, okay. I was like, I don't think, probably. all right. Okay. Well, this has been productive. Uh, <laughs> so we have our guests here today. Um, we are joined by Felipe, who is with Mile High Wine Tours. And the cool thing about Felipe is that this is a Longmont company that was started by Felipe. And Felipe, welcome in. And if you could just give us your um, full name for the record, there is no record actually, other than being a podcast. So welcome in. Nice. Well, thanks, Eric. Uh, how you doing, Brady? Good to meet you guys. Um, yeah, so thanks for having me. First of all, as far as um, as far as the wine tours go, uh, you know, I started back in 2015, and you know, I grew up in Longmont. I grew up uh, when it was uh, much smaller in the early 90s. So um, now, you know, I, I think uh, as far as the wine tours go, um, most people don't know there's wineries actually here in Colorado. In fact, we have a winery here. Uh, close to Longmont, actually, a few miles north of Longmont. Um, it's uh, Blue Moon, uh, not Blue Moon, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, I think it's Dark Moon. Um, Is it like in Frederick or, uh, no, not Frederick, but Johnstown or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, like okay. it's it's pretty good wine. And it's it's kind of yeah. like going into, uh, what's it called? Uh, into your own home. They're very cozy. You bring your own food and Oh, wow. And just buy some wine and kind of hang out. But uh, but yeah, no, as far as the wines go, uh, I started back in 2015. And uh, not a lot of people knew that there's wineries in Colorado. So it just kind of exploded as far as the wine tours go. And, you know, we get, as everybody knows, that's been living here in Colorado for a long time. Uh, we get a lot, a lot of uh, tourists from Texas, California, Washington, and all these different areas. So that's kind of how we, um, how we started and how we, um, how we cater to people. 
So what I know about um, from talking to you too, you kind of started out kind of on a shoestring grassroots kind of budget and it sounded <laughs> like you were using your own car and and now you have flourished to something else. Can you kind of talk about those early days, like, you know, what it was like? Yeah, well, at the very beginning, it was definitely not um, up to the legal standards, if you want to say that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it was, uh, I didn't I didn't really, um, you know, I, I, I mentioned this today uh, to you, Eric, but uh, just sharing with you, Brady. Uh, it was, uh, it was basically my using my friend's car. I didn't have a car at the time. And so he was a photographer and he had his, you know, his SUV. So we drove some people around and it wasn't, I think, until like a limousine company or something like that reported me that they said, hey, you need a you need a PUC permit. And so I've been figuring out this kind of stuff, what needs to be done um, from the very beginning and, and just kind of taking risk and I, not knowing it, what the heck I was doing from the beginning. I know I mentioned, Eric, that, you know, the, my knowledge went as far as knowing what a Moscato, Moscato wine was. And uh, and I really didn't have any other knowledge except that, hey, connect with people, make them laugh, and they're good to go. That's all you need, really, is to know Moscato. <laughs> That's it. You know? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you exactly know what I love, right. though, is that I love that it was an SUV because I just yeah. picture a, a bunch of dudes like in a Chevy Chevette or something driving people around, you know, crammed Chevette. in a Vega or something like that. And yeah. I just think it's cool that it was at least an SUV. So at least you're giving them. I think it was blast. a Hyundai. Yeah, it was a, a yeah. classy Hyundai. Yeah. yeah. But now, I mean, you know, that that was the grassroots. But now you've exploded and you have this amazing growth and you've been <laughs> featured on news channels. I, I saw an interview with you on your website um, you know, with a, a news channel. And so you're top 10 as far as experiences in, in Denver and number one, um, few years running, I believe. And so pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I wow. know it's, uh, you know, we started that way, but we kind of grew into having, um, different vehicles. Uh, we kind of went with the, you know, having like a luxury Mercedes sprinters and that sort of thing. Um, but you know, we eventually, learned that um well i learned that transport I, I got into the transportation business which i didn't want to be in i like connecting with people i like providing great service and i liked the marketing aspect of things so yeah we we're getting great reviews and everything so it wasn't until we morphed into kind of contracting this transportation and and just simply doing what we did best which was marketing and connecting with our guests uh, that we began to grow larger and larger. And, and yeah, we were, um, we're in the top 10 for food and drink in, uh, in all of uh, Denver and we're expanding in all of Colorado. And, um, and soon as I mentioned, creating a platform for anybody that's, you know, interested in wine for them to go on a wine activity, uh, wine tasting, wine blending, wine, whatever, and eventually even uh, tequila tasting in Mexico through an online platform where they can book an experience, whether it's at a winery, whether it's at a, at a yacht, or whether it's simply a tour like the one we provide. So that's where we're going. And um, yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting kind of <laughs> growing up in Longmont and, and not knowing anything about wine or anything, but just kind of making, can we cuss in this, by the way, making shit up as we, we <laughs> I'm not sure well, you just about. you just did, buddy. So now, yeah, it so actually gets out, us man. better ratings if you cuss. So it's good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do something Spanish as well. <laughs> but I'll tell you, you know, Brady, I did some wine blending in my early days too. It didn't turn out so well. You know, no? sangria and moscato, and 
Yeah. Wow, really? Probably a, probably a little of other things too blended in there. Not so good. Not a great <laughs> not a great morning after. But anyway, yeah, yeah. But what do you what do you see? I mean, obviously with the pandemic, consumption of alcohol went up, and how did it affect your business? And um, honestly, uh, y- you know, it, uh, it it put a complete halt on it um, since a lot of our tours. We do have a lot of tours that are private and it's corporate bachelorette and birthday parties that are kind of the meat of it all, but some of them are smaller. So there's non-private tours. So we just decided to halt it all together. And we've been on pause uh, for about a year now and just getting ready to reopen, reopen, uh, taking reservations for August. Uh, so it affected us quite a bit. Um, but which is the reason why we're pivoting into an online platform to really, um, I guess, move into the new trend of travel, the new trend of of activities and so forth, which is a lot on, online and it's now exploded. I mean, yeah, yeah there was a lot of consumption um, from people's houses, but nowadays there's also a huge, huge, I saw an article, I think one of these business articles that luxury travel has gone up uh, higher than it's ever been. People are spending ten, twenty thousand $20,000 to go to I, these. I've really... heard the, the, the term revenge spending. I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> no. And I, like, I will say it's that not like an ex-wife or something, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do it. The best, yeah. The best uh, revenge is a life well lived. Um, something like right. that. Um, but no, I mean, it's, it's, it's happened around here too, where we've said there's stuff that we want to do. We want to do this and that. And then all of a sudden it's like, we've been vaccinated. Why don't we just do it? And it's yeah. like, we, we haven't been spending any money. We haven't been going anywhere. And it's like, yeah, well, we've got this money. Just it was like, fine. It's like, we do we really just spend that much money? It's like, I guess we did. It's like, we have some left. Let's go buy something else. Let's, yeah. let's go. So I could totally see it. And Kelsey just flew to Lincoln today for work. And she said that she was, you know, prepping up for this. She hasn't been since the pandemic started. And it was the same thing where they're saying, yeah, uh, they're having a hard time hiring the airports, the air uh, airlines, and they're, they're seeing just an insane amount of travel. People just are getting out. They're getting back, getting connected. So yeah, good time to be in it. Good time to be, you know, uh, <laughs> doing, doing what you're doing. I'm, I'm sure people are just really itching to get. Well, we, we've never, even before uh, the, uh, it reopened completely, we've never, and this is the same case for restaurants and, and all of our partners and in the industry here in Colorado, we've never, personally for the wine tours, we've never been this busy and we've been declining because we're not, we're on pause, but declining a lot of reservations, but we've never had as much traffic to our website uh, as we have had this, uh, this year. And, and we're barely starting to reopen. So it's insane. Uh, wineries, a lot of them made, actually a lot of them made a lot more money um, <laughs> this past year than they ever did in 2019, just by shipping a lot of their wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, that's just, it's so cool. Not only is it like you got a great business that's really successful, but you're also just showing uh, people about Colorado winery and Colorado wines and stuff. And, and that's really exciting. I mean, that's just something that, uh, really has kind of not been on the map too much. I mean, and, if you go to Palisade in the Western Slope, yes, but if you're here, not so much. But you know, and that's insane to me because, uh, and I didn't know this before, but uh, um, Colorado is in some of the top ten uh, wine countries in the in the nation uh, with over a hundred and hundred and over hundred and fifty wineries, uh, and about forty of them are in Denver. Oh, yeah. Wow. 
And I'd heard that yeah. um, I've been to Infinite Monkey Theorem. It's one of the places <laughs> that it looks like you go to and your tours. And and We've I believe there, yeah. that they're doing their wine there and probably obviously getting grapes to the Western Slope and maybe other places too as well. But um, yeah, I regretted a few choices there, um, not because it was the product, but that I was imbibing probably too much. But um, but anyway, it's uh, it's a fun place. It really is. I'm, cool. a, I'm um, sensing a, a trend here, Eric. I know that's really bad. I'm like, you know, <laughs> hey, same here, man. Look at it. <laughs> exactly. But um, no, I mean, it's just really cool to see the scene kind of uh, kind of burgeon out from the Western Slope too. It was kind of confined really to the Western Slope, and now it's kind of all over. So. Yeah. It really is. And, um, you know, it's um, Palisade is it's a it's a town uh, Palisade Grand Junction, but especially Palisade with the vineyards. It's a, it's a town with a lot of heart, a lot of farmer, a lot of farmers, a lot of really uh, people that are passionate about grapes, people that are passionate about growing amazing grapes for for the wine. And, and you can tell just by, you know, a lot of these winemakers, they, you know, yeah, they do imp- a lot of employee people, but many times they do all the freaking work themselves. And, you know, a couple of years ago, they had a freeze and all that different things, but it's, it's amazing. And I think more people uh, should definitely consider trying Colorado wine. I, I've been around the world and there's some amazing wine all around the world, but Colorado has some incredible options that many times people would not consider uh, trying, but they're just amazing. So tell us your website. How do people get involved? How do they sign up for a tour? How do they get involved with you all? And then, um, sure. well, I know you got a, you're kind of crunching up an appointment, so we probably need to let you go here shortly. <laughs> but let us know. We're, we're into shameless plugs. So let us know uh, anything you want us to know other than the website, too. No, I appreciate it. Um, well, uh, as far as the website goes, is basically Mile High Wine Tours, high H-I-G-H. So milehighwinetours.com, and you can find our tours there. Uh, as I mentioned, I'm expanding uh, into another platform, which the name is Venera Hub. Um, and that'll be uh, also can be found on Mile High Wine Tours when, once we launch it. It'll have experiences basically virtually rather um, all over Colorado. So uh, if anybody wants to get a hold of us through the phone, um, 303-217-9933 is our phone number. And yeah, appreciate the uh, the time with you guys. And again, one more time with the website and the phone number, Felipe. Sure. It's uh website is milehighwinetours.com. And the phone number is 303-217-9933. Awesome. Well, we really appreciate having on and we wish you all the success and you just really hitting out of the park and I encourage everybody to go to the website and just see the great work that you're doing. And, um, I trust that it's just not you and your best friend anymore. You probably got lots of people involved now. <laughs> it's mostly him. No, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, thanks so much guys. And, uh, Eric, great chatting with you today. Brady, thanks for having me on. And, uh, thanks yeah, for being here. thanks again. All right. Have a good day. All right. Take care, guys. See you. All right. Well, that was uh, Felipe over at uh, Mile High Wine Tour. It was really kind of cool as far as just learning a little bit more about this business and yeah, and kind of what he has uh, been up to. And I, yeah, like I, mean, I said, my first impression was like, it just kind of made me chuckle. It's like, oh, yeah, let's go out and do these wine tours. And uh, you have an SUV, right? And uh, yeah, it's got like I'll a drive you. Yeah. <laughs> Hyundai, whatever it is. Yeah. Just yeah load them exactly. up. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we possibly be breaking any laws. Right. Throw them in the Santa Fe, right? That's right. Get out of here. <laughs> All right. So let's see. We talked about some of the things going on. 
shifting direction here, I want to talk about the Longmont Library is doing a story walk downtown. So mm-hmm. they encourage families to go out and they've got these storyboards out there and you can wander around and, and see some of the stories of Longmont um, in and around the town. Yeah, um, I know, uh, the firehouse <laughs> is going to do the art walk. Yeah. July 3rd. Pretty yep. cool. Yeah. 500, maybe whatever. There's a whole, but yeah, it's just, uh, they block off the street though. Right. So it's going to be uh main street. They're doing that this year. You know, usually street, I would say street. that sometimes it's kind of, I didn't see the it's details on, the on blocking the street. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. So just to be, just, well, let's just tell our listeners not to walk in the middle of the street if there's still cars <laughs> running by through it. So Use your eyes, people. Yeah, uh, right. It looks like they're doing in the breezeways and stuff, Yeah, uh, if I yeah. got this right. So there we go. Yeah, that's what they've typically done instead of shutting down the street. So um, Bike to Whenever Day is June 23rd. Love the name. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. Bike to Work anymore. It's Bike to Whenever Day. Where, um, you can kind of bike to whenever or wherever, I should say. Not whenever. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like time travel more than like, yeah. yeah, bikes is good. Hop on. <laughs> Hot tub time machine. So whatever. bike to wherever day is June twenty third. Just Google that and find out more information. I couldn't find more information about like where to meet up and where the roads are, but maybe you hey. have info. Hey, yeah. they're changing. Uh, they're changing Ninth <laughs> Avenue around. Did you hear about this one? No, go for it. Yeah, so they're they're doing a big old restripey, uh, re, re, the old restriperoo. That's what Phil calls it. Um. Was that um, really what he called it? I don't remember the. No, God, no, route. no! Yeah. I can't imagine Phil would say that. There's absolutely no way Phil would say that. No, <clears throat> um, they're going to change between Hover and Kaufman Street, so they're going to restripe the whole thing, and it's it's a pretty meaningful one. So they're they're going to go to three lanes, so one lane either direction and a suicide lane down the middle. Wow! Yeah, for the whole length, and they're taking the extra width of the lane that they're recapturing, whatever you want to say, and they're changing that into two bike lanes that'll run basically from Hover to Kaufman. Wow! So they're saying, are you saying a single lane each direction? Mm -hmm. Single lane, the middle passing lane. Yep. So with the suicide lane. No, it's not a passing. It's a suicide lane. I mean, it's where you go to turn and stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, yeah. it would be no. When like, you uh, say suicide lane, I think of a, I think of a middle lane where you can you can pull out and you can pass people. That's what I. Think uh, of I think I was taught that a suicide lane is where you go to do like turns and. But why would that be suicide? That doesn't because make any you sense. can drive up the middle and like either lane, either side. Can yeah, use it. you know, you need to look that up and go look at the road between Sacramento and and San Francisco along with the day. So anyway. Suicide I'm lane, challenge the center lane, that. the center lane of a bi-directional road used by traffic proceeding in both directions. For example, passing or turning. Yes. Oh, turning. We're both right. So yeah. there you yeah. go. Never but yeah, mind. this is showing like what's on, I think Main Street has right on the south. Is this a test or are they going to make a permit? I think they're just going to do this. They're just saying wow. this is the plan. I looked at it. I don't think this is prelim. I think this is actually actionable at this point. <laughs> um. So they're actually going to do it. So it looks like wow. it's a big, big restripe. And if somebody's got that, it's it's actually prelim or something. But I think that yeah, they're they're it's dramatic change. So they're going to keep get rid of most of the parking that's on Ninth Ave. There's not much, but they're going to keep it between like Judson and Francis or something. There's like a little spot there. There's a church or something. They're going to keep that. There. Yeah, I was going to say it widens out considerably after you get past Francis going east. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it yeah. changes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So it's going to be. And while I, I can rant like an old man here, I hate that light right there. That's that pedestrian light just east of Francis. 
there's a pedestrian uh, light that sits there and seriously like every once in a while somebody will push that light and it takes forever to change it green when you're on there's my little rant the cross of yeah. the cross of ninth and francis you're saying yeah it's the only oh. place where you can cross ninth if you um don't want to go down to francis or up to kaufman right I got but, you know as an old man rant it just bothers me so well that's the thing like i got yeah like, i remember i yelled at a few years ago and i was just running across ninth street because there's no good place to cross no so i'm like running across and then like i had two blocks before anybody was coming and somebody goes use the side or use what do you say use the crosswalk and it's like i'm gonna go four blocks out of my way like (laughs) like, what the heck you're not it's like like you go to coffin street wait out there oh god it's like francis i'm in the middle of the two like what are you what are you talking about like this is just a problem <laughs> endemic of the United States transportation system more yeah. than, you know, like yeah. go use a crosswalk. So whatever. Um, well, that's cool. Well, we'll have to check that out. That'd be fascinating. Yeah. So that could be really interesting. I like the idea of, um, of the bike lanes. Uh, yes. I think that that part of town. I would them. agree. Yeah. Um, I wish, I wish, I wish that they would spend time and effort to protect the bike lanes from traffic. Because yeah. it, it's no fun, even if you're on, it's like sunset's a big one for me. If you're on sunset, yeah, going north yeah. south yeah. down there, it's that's not it's, fun. That's it's not, not fun. a nice road to be on. And then no. it's the same with I think Nelson down there too, past the flower bin and stuff. There's that bike lane. Yeah, and I was talking with somebody. I was talking with somebody recently. Like, why would you? Every once in a while, you see a bicyclist on Main Street, and then you see yeah. a bicyclist on Hover, and you're like, what are you thinking? Taking your life into your own hands. <laughs> that's what they're doing. That's I. I was with. A guy that I, I rode with a few years ago, and he was re- regaling me of all the stories that um, the times that he had been hit by a car. And he had biked yeah. semi-professionally at one point. He got up to like category one, which is pretty good. And um, he said that, yeah, he, he's been hit so many times. And then he's coming. We're meeting up to go out on a ride a few years ago. And he's, he's just chugging down Hover Street. And it's like, buddy, this is why you get hit. Like, you, yeah. Oh use, my lord! Like I know that you don't want to be on the sidewalk, but it's super wide. Nobody uses it. Just yeah, use it here, right? Exactly. You're gonna Just get killed. It. Yeah, so. absolutely. Speaking of navigating Longmont by bike, there actually is a 10 to 12 minute ride on June 24th. It's they're calling it Ride to Get Anywhere. In other words, you're navigating Longmont by bike, and you can go to Bicycle Longmont to look at that. And that's pretty cool. So you start with a Bicycle Longmont map, and they instruct people <laughs> on a 10 to 12 minute. I'm sorry. 10 to 12 mile ride, not 10 oh, okay. to 12 minute ride. I was like, what kind of weird 13 minute ride <laughs> I can't is this? read like, my own handwriting. 10 to yeah. 12 mile ride. And they're going to help people navigate anywhere that they want to get on a bike, which is pretty cool. Cool. I thought maybe it was going to be some event at a brewery out in a field somewhere. And they just like no. fill you up full of They full do. Of and there's like 10 to 12 minute ride. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah, all right. So what we're going to do is we're going to get you all loaded up. And then just whoever can stay on the bike the longest wins. Yeehaw. That's right. That's Fall right. down drug. Uh, there you go. Okay. Um, and then one final thing that I have is that uh, Abbott and Wallace, which kind of fondly know as Long Tucky, they're celebrating their fourth anniversary with a hoot nanny oh. on June twenty. Hoot nanny. It's a shindig. Yeah, shindig Shin, and hoot nanny. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, good for them. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just one of the one of the early adopters of this whole new Longmont thing. Bruce well, showed up yeah. and, and Long Tucky, and good for them. Yeah. Anything else on your end? Or should we oh, let I'm sure there's diminishing returns. We're going to start baiting uh, mosquito traps or something around town. Let <laughs> that started. Uh, what else we got? Let's just play us out. But, uh, in-person coffee with the council's back. Uh, that's, that's you know. Okay. Yeah. No. That's what we got left. You want to talk about those? We can keep going. No, that's all good. No. No. <laughs> let the people out of here. 
Yeah, we don't want to, you know, and, and nothing disparaging against having coffee with counsel. It sounds good, but uh, it can't be as fun as this, right? No. Yeah. No, no, no. I doubt it. Nope. All right. Just thank you, Brady. Good. And as always, we thank everybody for listening in. Thanks, Dan Dampler, for our intro music. Find us wherever you find your pod content. Like us if you like the podcast. Podcast, that is. Mm-hmm. Write a review. Smash the like button. Yeah. Like and subscribe. And tell your friends. Yeah. Thank you very much, Brady. Thanks, sir. Thanks.